0: i'm sure we can all think of examples where this has happened where we've been so focused on getting action a underway that something that we know is really important that we want to do which is action b needs to wait until we've completed the first stage and sometimes as i said this is a really useful strategic way of approaching things but what happens if in actual fact this is procrastination welcome to the independent school podcast Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliette Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker, and facilitator specializing in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school, and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic. And if you want once more to feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's get started on this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. We're actually going to be talking about a form of procrastination. So when was the last time that you thought, when this happens then and only then can I start working on that. Or to put it a different way, when we've completed action A, then and only then can we start working on action B. Now, this is a form of conditional thinking. It's a really useful skill to have when it comes to project planning, and it is actually a really good strategic approach to take. You need to be thinking through time and understanding that sometimes... Some of our actions need to have the underpinning foundations in place before we can start to take action. So sometimes it's really useful to know that action A needs to happen and be completed before we can start work on action B. But, and there is a big but here, often what we actually find when we interrogate and understand and get curious about this decision making process We find that in actual fact, this can be a mask for procrastination. You can feel like you're being super strategic. In actual fact, what might be happening is that you are procrastinating and putting off action B, because maybe it's a little bit scary, in order to focus on something that's within your comfort zone with action A. So today we're going to be talking about how you can spot these false conditionalities which are masquerading as being strategic, but are an actual fact at their foundation's procrastination. Really quickly, before we dive into the detail, I want to make sure that you make the most of the time you invest listening to this podcast. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of my free ebook, The Strategic Independent School Leader. It outlines how to answer the six essential questions that will clarify your school strategy and secure its future. In the world of business, strategy can be full of jargon, but it doesn't have to be that way. This is a jargon-free tool tailor-made to help private school leaders think and act more strategically. Download your free copy today at www.consultjuliet.com .co.uk/ebook So I'm sure we can all think of examples where this has happened where we've been so focused on getting action A underway that something that we know is really important that we want to do which is action B needs to wait until we've completed the first stage. And sometimes as I said this is a really useful strategic way of approaching things but what happens if In actual fact, this is procrastination. So let's give some examples that I've seen actually more than once in my work with independent schools. So thinking that goes along the lines of when we've got more financial resources as a school, so when we've got more fundraising sorted or we've got more um, stable fee income, we've got more stable financial resources, then and only then will we start to think about a culture of innovation. Alternatively, people who are thinking, when we've got funding for our new development manager, then, and only then, will we start engaging with alumni. Or on a more personal level, perhaps, when I've got more experience in this job, then, and only then, can I move into the job that I really want, whether that's in a different sector or whether that's a more senior role. But the trouble is, what happens if this is a mask which is strategically hiding your procrastination? Maybe it's true that you could be moving on to the job that you really want before spending years more in your current role, gaining more experience. Maybe it's true that as a senior leadership team, you could group together and start engaging alumni now before having the funding to recruit a new development manager. And finally, really importantly, it's always important that you're thinking about the culture of innovation and it doesn't have to be expensive. So it doesn't need the financial resources to be solved, that problem to be fixed, before you can start thinking about a culture of innovation for your school. So in some cases, what this actually is, is people pushing away the thing that they know that needs to happen but they have some element of fear around because beyond their comfort zone and taking more time in within their comfort zone working on project a or action a the first thing that they need they think they need to do before moving on to action b so as you can see this could be a really strategic skill set but in actual fact where it's masking unhelpful both for individuals and for schools as a whole So there are three steps that I recommend that you take to interrogate this process and see if it's something that's affecting you. So step number one is always you need to spot when it's happening. So you need to be able to think about the decisions that you're making within your team, whether that's within your senior leadership team, within your governing body, within your development office team, wherever it is. Think about the decisions that you're making and specifically say out loud, okay, so we've got some conditional thinking around this. We need to complete action A before we can work on action B. So kind of say it out loud, get it out there, spot that this is happening. As always with these things, it's not always that easy, which is why doing it as a team can be really helpful because if you're all on the lookout for it, you're more likely to spot it when it is happening. The second step you can take then is to question, is it true that that second action, the action B, really does need to wait until action A is completed? This conditional thinking, is it completely necessary? And what might be the cost of waiting to start on action B? If this is a fairly low stakes decision and there actually isn't a great cost involved in waiting for action B, that's fine, let it go. You don't need to kind of make waves where they're unnecessary. But if actually the cost of waiting for action B is significant, and in that example I gave, if it means you're spending years in a job that you're not really fulfilled by because you're waiting to move on to the job you really want, that's a significant cost and the way it can impact on your life. So where the cost of that waiting is significant, it's worth doing something about it. So if you firstly spotted that this conditional thinking has happened, secondly, you've identified that actually maybe that second action, action B doesn't really need to wait and the cost of waiting might be significant, then you need to move on to to step three. And this is where you get really curious and you are interrogating why this is happening now you're doing it in a very positive friendly kind of proactive and constructive way but you're constantly asking questions about okay so if it's not true that we need to wait to start on action b until action a is complete why are we pushing away and resisting taking action on that second thing straight away And sometimes this can relate through to that fear of moving outside your comfort zone. So I did another episode recently on this. So do look it up in the episode notes. I'll link to it there Um, about finding a way to step outside your comfort zone without having to be really fearful of moving into new areas. If it is fear that's holding you back, then it's worth overcoming. It's worth taking those steps outside your comfort zone to take on action B and make those changes either in your school or in your career that are really going to benefit you. The other things that can hold you back sometimes if it's not fear are just not having a clear action plan so it might be that action b feels really complicated and you're not quite sure where you're going to start and so not having that clear first few steps mapped out could be holding you back from making that that stepping straight into action b and it could also be that you don't have buy-in for action b it might be that action a feels safe to everybody we know how action a works we've done it lots we know what we're doing But action B might be that actually it's a contentious issue. There may not be fully buy-in across your team. And so people step back and resist having to force the issue on making a decision around it. But all of those are forms of procrastination. And what you actually might be doing is feeling strategic about having this conditional thinking saying, well, I'm going to get round to action B, but I can't possibly start it until action A is complete. So it feels strategic, but in actual fact, it's a mask for procrastination. So I encourage you to make your pledge. Don't wait to make that strategic move unless it is absolutely necessary. And where the stakes are high, like finding a more rewarding job, stepping up into a more senior leadership position or shifting into a new sector, you really don't want to be waiting. And that's one of the things that I work with people with on the Lucidity Accelerator program, which I facilitate alongside Lucy Gower of Lucidity. And what we do in this program is we walk people through a roadmap process for making strategic changes to their careers over a six month period. It's a group program so you've got lots of support for myself and for the other members of your group and it's all about trying to unpick where it is that you need to be strategic and some of the examples that I've been giving in today's episode are from people who have been through this program and have broken through this form of procrastination to make really significant and rewarding changes within their career. If that programme is of interest, we are opening up applications now for the January 2022 start. In fact, you'll need to act quite quickly if you're listening to this as this episode goes live. I'll put the link in the episode note, so do reach out to me if you want some more information. And we always run this programme. We run this programme twice a year. So if you're listening to this podcast at a different time of year, then do reach out because we will be having a waiting list for our next round of applications to open up soon so that's it for this week i hope that you have a strategic week act on that pledge don't wait to make your strategic moves unless it's strictly necessary be on the lookout for these false conditionalities so that you can be truly strategic in your work have a wonderful week and i'll talk to you next time bye-bye thanks for listening to the independent school podcast the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically, both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world. You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.com dot co dot uk slash podcast.